to the Principal Thing Talk Show, where wisdom meets purpose. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay each week as he connects the dots from the book of Proverbs that helps you to navigate life successfully and propel you into divine purpose. Listen in now. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Great to have you with me. Uh, today is a wonderful opportunity for me, and I'm hoping... And I'm very excited about our audience today because you're going to get some great stuff today. I have a very good friend of mine that's a professional. Um, she's Dr. Angela Rigsby, 25-year survivor of domestic violence. Because once again, this is the principal thing is where wisdom meets purpose. We want to be able to bring wisdom into every area of your life. And one of the things that's near and dear to our heart is women and the well-being of women. So what I've done today is I've been able to get in contact with a good friend of mine that's very, very busy. Uh, she's on location, uh, Doc, Dr. Angela Rigsby. And I'm going to have her to come forth and she's going to introduce herself. Uh, she's going to tell you a lot of great things today. We want to be able to reach women today, women that are in situations that are going through some things. We want to be able to give you some resources. We want to be able to give you some tips. And we want to bring someone that uh, is very passionate about the plight of women and the things that women go through, things that they experience. And I'm just very, very sorry that I can't do her uh, in video today. Uh, like I said, this lady is on, uh, on uh, remote. She's very, very busy. And I'm just glad that I was able to snag her for just uh, a little time today. So without further ado. We're going to bring her forth, let her introduce herself, tell you about her. Uh, she's a CEO. She's a founder of, of the program that she works with. It's called HAD. It's Healing After Domestic Violence. And uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to bring her forth and, you know, we're going to have a nice conversation today and we're going to share some wonderful things with you today. Dr. Angela Riggs. Hey. How are you today? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, it's nice to have you with us today. I know that you're very, very busy, and uh, we were just very honored to be able to snag you today. We know that you're on location. We're sorry we can't uh, show our audience your picture today, but we're glad to be able to hear your voice. Uh, Dr. Angela, if you will, just please introduce yourself to our audience today. Okay. I am Dr. Angela Rigsby, uh, affectionately known as Dr. A. Yes. I am the CEO and founder of Healing After Domestic Violence, uh, the acronyms we call it HAD. And what we do with Healing After Domestic Violence, we service all of the women, children, and men victims of domestic violence. Um, we help them with planning, safety planning, um, getting out of their situations, correlating with the police departments on safely, safely removing them from their um, threatened situation. We offer them resources. We connect them with resources and different agencies to help them get themselves back on track. So we do a gamut of a lot of things. We offer financial planning, um, budgeting. Uh, we offer support groups. So we do a little bit of everything, anything wow. that a victim of domestic violence needs. We try to meet their need. Wow. That's exciting. Because one of the things, Dr. Angela, well, affectionately, we'll call you Dr. A for our audience. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's pretty cool. I like that. You know, it's down to earth. This yes. is a very educated and intellectual, a professional 
person that we're bringing to you today. And what we want to provide our audience with today is some tools, some tools that that really can be useful, very, very practical things that you can do uh, if you're in threatening situations. These are things that are very, very important to us at the principal thing, because we want to be able to touch every aspect of your life. We want to be able to bring wisdom to everything that you're experiencing. We don't just want to get up here and dodge certain issues. We really want to be able to deal with things so that we can inform the public. And this is one of the things, uh, Dr. A, just before I brought you on stage, one of the things that I told our audience about is that you are very passionate about the plight, not just of women, but you're the you're very passionate about anyone that's experiencing any type of domestic violence and especially women. So, Dr. Angela, one of the questions that I have for you today is what makes you so passionate about uh, domestic violence? You know, where did that come from? You know, where, where did you where did you get that passion from? It came from my own personal story and testimony. Um, I am a 30-year survivor of domestic violence. Wow. My um, first marriage, my ex-husband tried to kill me. He, uh, After I had went through a series of domestic violence events within the marriage, um, once I left him, him it was uh, very traumatic because I had gotten out on my own reestablishing myself and was rebuilding my life. And, you know, people would think, okay, the domestic violence situation is over. She's gotten out. Mm -hmm. But what I want to get across to people is that that is the most volatile time. That is the most dangerous time. Once your abuser has lost that power and control over you, it's almost like it becomes an obsession, obsession with them. So, I was on minding my own business and had, you know, tending to my business and we were co-parenting our daughter. Yes. And I was down on Fayetteville Street in Durham, North Carolina. And uh, he saw me talking to someone and called me over to his car. And when I walked away from his car, he hit the gas. I hit the windshield, bounced off the windshield, oh bounced goodness. off the hood of his car and ended up on the ground right in front of Chicken Hut. Oh my goodness. Um, and they, they, Told my parents I would never walk again. Oh my! So God. I am a walking miracle. It really sounds so that, like it. It really sounds. My passion like comes from personal experience. Doctor A, there's a lot of people that are experiencing some of the same things that you've experienced from 30 years ago, and yes. they're in these uh, dark situations. They really don't know what to do, and to hear a woman, to anyone, as far as that goes, but especially a woman. To hear a woman actually express some of the things that she has gone through that have been very traumatic and not allowing those things to destroy her. You actually built a program. You went from being abused, getting out of that situation. And one of the things that I really would like to emphasize, even though you're not in the same place you know, as you were going through your story, just from the initial, mm-hmm. you weren't in the same place with your abuser. The abuse wasn't over. No, it wasn't. You know, can you just elaborate on that for just a second? Because there are some people, I'm sure, that they haven't thought things all the way through. They're in the middle of a traumatic experience and they may be thinking, if I can just get out of this house, you know, get to a family member or get to a place of safety. Once I do that, everything will be over. But that's not really the case, is it, Dr. Angela? 
It's not. It's not. And that is what is so important for me to re- relate to everyone. Um, people are quick to say, just get out, just leave, just get out, just leave. But what I need people to understand is that it's the most volatile, the most dangerous time for a victim. When she leaves that home and he has lost that power and control over her, she has to become very vigilant. She has to be very careful. She has to watch her steps because there's a lot of times they don't want to release that. They don't want to let go of that power and control. So you have to be very careful. Your, Your steps have to be calculated. Things such as going to work. You have to be, you have to change your routes. You have to change the way you do things. The things that you used to do, you can no longer do, such as even getting on social media. You have to kind of limit those things because you have to always remember that your abuser may be somewhere watching you, trying to see what your next next move is going to be so he can plan what his next move is going to be to try to get back that power control over you. Wow. So it's a very, very dangerous time. Dr. A, I have to just pause for just a second because I'm 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 getting chills just listening to you. It's scary. I'm I'm feeling frightened already just listening to the things uh, as that that are connected to traumatic experiences. That mm-hmm. is so very very important. That time where you finally muster up the courage to understand that you have to get out of that situation before it becomes an end of your life. Not Mm -hmm. only did you get out of it, uh, Dr. A, not only did you get out of it, but you became even more courageous as a result of getting out of it. And just the things I really hope that our audience is listening very uh, carefully uh, now as we're uh, walking through this, because one of the things that you're saying is that once you leave, just to reiterate, once you leave and you, you're feeling in your mind like you're in a safe place, you're really not in a safe place. So just the things that you just mentioned about social media, your job, even the route to work, there are things that you have to do differently. And from just from what you communicated, these are practical things, everyone. Please, anyone out there listening that is in the midst of a volatile situation or that knows someone that needs help, Dr. A right now is giving some practical tips because what Dr. A does is she not only works with individuals, she works with corporations, she works with universities, she's a prominent speaker, she does a lot of things in the community. And we could not possibly spend the time that this particular topic needs just on this time that we're going to have together today. But Dr. A, just listening to you, you're very courageous. You're an educated woman. You rebuilt your life. Uh, Can you tell me some of the emotional things that uh, a potential person could be experiencing when they're going through this type of uh, traumatic experience in their life? I'm sorry, Apostle, we're experiencing a little technical difficulty. So can you you repeat that? I'm having some de- technical difficulties. Oh, I couldn't I, hear everything I understand. you were saying. I understand. Once again, I, I've got to be. There we t- go. That's better. OK, great. I want to just really emphasize the fact that, you know, Dr. A is remote today, so we're doing the best we can. So we may from time to time have some drops in our connection. So please bear with us. One of the things that I want to uh, I want you to share with our audience, Dr. A, emotionally, when you're going yes. through these types of experiences, how mm-hmm. do you feel emotionally? 
you know, it breaks my heart because when you're going through these type of situations as a woman, you give a lot in these relationships. You look at the other person and you want to see the best in them. You don't want to believe that this is the person that you fell in love with that can then turn around and hurt you. Yes. Um, and, and you go through the honeymoon stage stages. It's um, one minute they love you and, oh, it'll never happen again. Please forgive me. And the next minute, they're smacking you upside of your head and calling you all kinds of names and all those kind of things. So it is an emotional roller coaster. But what I would say to any woman, love yourself enough to recognize and know that love is not supposed to hurt. Love is not about control. Love is not about power. Love is about you loving yourself enough to understand that I don't deserve this type of treatment and I won't stand for it. Now, I want women to also understand that even though when you leave that situation, it is a dangerous time, you have to understand that that is a part of the process. Walk through the process. And during your walk through the process, you gain more and more confidence. You gain more and more stability. You gain more and more security in yourself and at some point you will regain your life because I don't want women to feel like after they leave they'll spend the rest of their lives in fear because at some point you will come out of that. Wow. Dr. A, that's very encouraging to hear that because I'm sure that somewhere our voice is reaching someone that has or is currently experiencing some level of domestic violence. And what you are communicating this morning, and she's making it very, very clear, is that that's not the way your life is meant to be lived. You're not supposed to be abused. You're not supposed to be physically abused, especially physically abused, and that there are ways that you can get out of it. Dr. A, what types of services What types of things do you provide for people that are in situations that are very, very threatening to them and they're experiencing some domestic violence? Can you go through some of that this morning? I can. We work very closely with the police departments. departments. I'm sorry, I'm getting some feedback. It's okay. We're working very closely with the police departments. We help women and children get out of their situations. Um, We walk with them through the legal process. We connect them with attorneys and legal aid, um, assist them with going to court, getting the 50B, such as the, which is the restraining order. So we walk with them through each part of the process. But a lot of times what we are too, is we're listening ear. We're that support system because women need that. Victims need that. The children need that. The children are also suffering as well. And let me also share this apostle that it's not just about the physical abuse. There's the mental, there's the financial, there's the psychological. So there's various forms of this, of domestic violence. So we're trying to help them come out of all of that and, and recover from all of that. Because a lot of times when you're going through the physical, you're also going through the emotional, the psychological and the financial. Because a lot of times when he's trying to take control over, not just your body, he's taking control over the money. He's taking control over everywhere you go. You can't go around your family and friends. So it's a wide gamut. So we help people walk through those stages of the domestic violence healing process because we want people to heal and be whole. Wow. Dr. A, 
I'm sure there are some people sitting out there and water is beginning to run out of their eyes because I'm sure that there are some women, please, that are listening today and realizing perhaps for the first time in their life, there's some hope. Because when someone has control over your body, your mind, your emotions and your bank account, Mm -hmm. you can feel like it's hopeless. No one listens, no one can understand and no one can relate. Not only are you a professional and expert in this particular area, you can personally relate to anyone that has experienced domestic abuse and violence Mm -hmm. in their life. And I'm just so amazed at how not only you got out, I'm just amazed at how you took a situation that could that was very, very damaging and you turn it around and you took the control of your life without someone standing there telling you what you could or could not do. And you took it Absolutely. to the next level. You got the education. You became passionate. You started doing seminars. You know, you are a salt after speaker. You work with corporations. And once again, mm-hmm. I want to reiterate this. You work with corporations and mm-hmm. businesses to bring education to the workplace as it relates to domestic violence. Because that's another thing. We may have business owners out here, Dr. A, that may be listening to this program. What can you tell a business owner about a person that is experiencing domestic violence? How important it is for you to be a part of that equation? It is very important. Um, What I would say to business owners is that instead of looking at that employee as a liability, remember the asset that they bring to your company and that when you show that employee that you are loyal to them and that you will stand by them, they are going to be loyal to you and you will have the best employee you've ever seen. A lot of times what Um, the perpetrator will do is that he wants to cause that victim to lose her job because if she loses her job, she has no income. And what employees need to understand is that number one, that victim is covered and protected by federal law. That's number one. That's good news. That's very, they need to be very understanding of that. Um, And number two is that when they put things into place it also helps them it helps their bottom line it helps the productivity of their company it helps the morale of their company and it helps them prevent lawsuits how many times we have we seen on the news where there's been situation at workplaces workplaces where a a perpetrator has come on the scene and killed an employee and it was due to domestic violence and a series of things that have taken place where if the workplace had taken those series of events seriously and put precautions into place, it could have been prevented. Dr. A, I'm glad to hear you say that because not only is she dealing with you and with information, that is very, very important and vital to your home when you're in a domestic violence situation. She takes it beyond that into the community as it relates to employers uh, that have these people on staff to inform and to to educate the employer to say, look, let me tell you something. I can come into your corporation and I can educate you as it relates to protecting this person that is experiencing domestic violence. There are so many situations where so many people feel hopeless. 
and they feel alone. There are some people that are in states where they don't have family. They don't have a lot of friends. Because, Dr. A, would you not uh, agree that the person that is being abused, uh, the abuser is trying to cut off all avenues of support in their life? That is absolutely what they do. They want to isolate that person from their family, their friends, so that they have no one except for the abuser. That's exactly what they do. That is one of the reasons why we offer our support. And when I tell you, Apostle, that I walk with these women, um, I had a call just the other day from a woman in Durham because I still service Durham and the Charlotte area. And she was telling me of her situation. And I told her, I said, if I need to get in my car and drive to Durham, (laughs) I'll be on my way down 85 real quick. Absolutely. Because if I don't do anything but sit with you and hold your hand and look in your eyes and let you know you are going to be okay. I'm with you. I'm walking this thing with you. You can do this. We can do this. And we're going to stand with you to make sure that you are safe and that you get healed and that you become a whole person all over again. Oh, my God. Dr. Angela, that is that is just wonderful. Dr. A, there's a lot of people that just really need to hear that somebody really cares about what they're going through. And what I'm hearing here, uh, audience, once again, to everyone that's listening, I need to emphasize the importance of where Dr. A really is. She's an intellectual. She's an educator. She's the CEO and founder of the HAD program, which is healing after domestic violence. She's a sought after speaker. And when you can hear someone that is on her level, you know, that's why we're remote today. This lady is busy. This lady is hands on. (laughs) This lady is a mover and a shaker. When you can hear someone that is on her level, not only relate to your situation, but provide you some practical things to do to get out of it and to change your life, to also communicate very clearly, to articulate very clearly what she is willing to do. I don't think you can get it any better. There is a way out. You don't have to live in a situation where you are being abused physically. You do not have to do it. And what you are hearing today is you are hearing not only a professional give you some practical advice, you are hearing a woman that is a 30-year survivor that changed her life, that the domestic violence that she was experiencing in her life did not beat her down and control her to the point where she gave up. She allowed the courage that was already embedded in her as a woman to really come to the forefront of who she is today. And as a result, she turned her life around. She empowered her life and she didn't just get out and just not even think about anyone else. Now, today, this has become her passion. And as a result of this being her passion, she's a sought after speaker. I can't emphasize that enough. She speaks on major university campuses and in college situations and in corporations. She actually educates corporations as it Mm -hmm. relates to domestic violence. Dr. A, we are very glad to have you with us today. We feel very privileged because this is a stigma in our community that oftentimes is overlooked. And women oftentimes result to different measures in their life that are less than positive because Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. feel like they don't have anyone to go to. So what we're going to do is we're going to be flashing your 
uh, uh, address, your email mm-hmm. or your website address across our screen. So the listeners and the viewers can also get that information. And if they need to reach out to you, you're there. You are Please. a resource. Yes. You are yes. a resource. So, Dr. Angela, is there anything else that you would like to share? I know that you can't possibly tell us anything or everything rather, but is there anything else that's near and dear to your heart around this particular topic that you would like to share with us? To I, I want to share that my passion was embedded in me when I was going through my situation. But when I was, when I got to the hospital after my husband ran me over and left me for dead and they got me to the hospital and I was laying on that bed and they were telling my parents that I would never, I may never walk again. I was bleeding eternally and that they were going to have to do a scope and all of these other things they were going to have to do. I looked over at my mother and my mother was in tears and I just looked at her and I prayed and I said, God, if you allow me to make it through this, wow! if you allow me to come out of this situation and to be whole and to be able to take care of my daughter. I promise you, I will serve you for the rest of my life. I will reach back and I will be that voice for the voiceless. I will be that one to be their warrior for them. I'll be that one to go back and help them. I made God that promise that night. Apostle, when I tell you two o'clock the next day, I left the hospital able to walk, able to have full function of all of my limbs. That's amazing. So since that day, I have kept my promise to God and I will continue to be that warrior for these women that need someone to stand for them, with them, beside them, in front of them <laughs> and behind. Wow, them. that's awesome. That's awesome. There is a process to this. And yes. Dr. A, uh, as we have communicated in this broadcast, you've made it very clear that there's a process, there's Mm -hmm. financial things you go through, the emotional things that you go through, even, you know, the legal aspects and the legality surrounding police. You've commented on all of those areas uh, uh, as it relates to people that may be in these particular situations to let them to know there is hope. Mm -hmm. There is hope. You can get out. You can start over. You can get on with your life. And we're going to be there with you. I like that part because oftentimes when women finally get to the place of having the courage enough to really reach out, there's so many uh, legalities. There's so much red tape that, right. that makes them feel like, you know, no one's really there for me. And not only are you there in your corporation, not only is your foundation there to help, but you walk with them and support them through the process. Now, to me, I just think that's incredible because a woman that is experiencing these types of things in a male, as far as that's concerned, Mm -hmm. when you know that you have that type of support in your life, it helps to give you the the, the stability to move forward and to take that step and to get out of that uh, situation. So, Dr. Dr. A, uh, in closing today, we've shared some very insightful things, not only the emotional impact that the person is going through, but how it affects the community, how it affects the job, how it affects finances. Even mm-hmm. we've shared some very practical things about the support that you really offer. So what I want the audience to know today is that you can easily reach out to Dr. Angela Rigsby. Yes. Uh, yes. On her website. Yes. Uh, Let me. 
Let me uh, give them a couple of uh, resources. Yes, please. The National Domestic Violence Hotline's phone number is 1-800-799-7233. If you want to reach me, you can reach me at the office. I'm sorry, the HAD office number. And that is 919-307-7613. If you don't reach me and you don't get a call back really quickly, I am going to go a step further and give you my cell phone number, 919-697-9099. Reach out to me via text. If you can't, if you're in a situation and you can't call, text me, call me, let me know what's going on. And we will get you the help that you need and we will be we'll be there for you. Wow. Dr. Angela, thank you so much. Now, audience, once again, she was able to tell you some of the services, but she provides a lot more services than she's actually been able to communicate about today. Not only does she uh, provide you with crisis counseling, the one on one counseling, community outreach. She also helps you with financial literacy education. Mm-hmm. She even accompanies you in the hospital when possible. Right. (laughs) When possible. So these types of things, you know, the legal support and to be an advocate for you. One of the things that uh, people need to really, really get and digest is that you have some help. You have someone there that is that is qualified that can help you within your situations to really get out and to make your life better. Now, audience, we have these numbers flashing across our screen. Please uh, take the time to write these things down. You have the HAD uh, website address. That's healing, www.healingafterdomesticviolence. DV. It's healing after DV. Healing after DV. So Mm -hmm. you have, you have information Please don't hesitate. Reach out. If it's not you, if you know of someone, please reach out and get them the help that they want. Dr. A, thank you so much for your time. We certainly appreciate having the honor of of being able to snag you today because we realize (laughs) that you're very, very busy and you have boots on the ground and you're very sought after. So we're very, very thankful because once again, you work with corporations, you work with individuals. You know, in that what women, Dr. A, there is an award. Uh, let me, uh, <laughs> women, before we get ready to close this program, there is an award. Would you please tell us about uh, this award that you've received uh, as a result um, of the work that you've done? I thought I was going to slide by. No, we guys. can't let you. No way. <laughs> this lady is a mover and a shaker, guys. I'm telling you. Um, I received the uh, Martin Luther King Humanitarian Award from the city of Durham, city and county of Durham, um, for my work with domestic violence um, a couple of years back when I was in Durham. However, I've also recently, this year here in Charlotte, because of the work that we're doing and the service that we're providing, we were granted a proclamation for the Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Wow. So, um, that is yeah, awesome. we're boots on the ground that and is awesome. we are moving, we're doing some things and, and I plan on, and I hope to come back and be a guest on your show anytime. We, I know we were dealing with some technical difficulties today yeah. and things like that, but you know, we're family Absolutely. and there's a lot more information that I need to convey 
and provide to the, your listeners. So I am more than welcome to, you know, more than honored to come back and be with you on different occasions. Well, thank you, Dr. A. I know we've done some things in the past and we really appreciate you being able to get with us today because we realize that you're very, very busy. Your plate is always full and we are very appreciative yes. that you have worked us in today. Thank you very much. <laughs> and once again, this has been the principal theme broadcast. It's where wisdom meets purpose. And we are so privileged today to have Dr. Angela Rigsby with us, the CEO and founder of the HAD program. We are very appreciative because we believe that we've shared some very informative information with our listening audience today. So look, this is D. Gerard Lindsay Ministries. Please check us out on our new website for coaching and leadership training. It's www.dgerardlindsayministries.global. And until the next time, Dr. A, thank you for your time. It's been thank a pleasure. You. As always, it's always great getting with you. Uh, so Absolutely. we certainly wish you the very best in all your endeavors that you're going to do surrounding this. And because we know that people are going to be blessed as a result of you being here and connecting. Amen. So until the next time that we meet again, this has been the principal thing. Thank you so much. We look forward to speaking with you the next time. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay again next week as we discover how to successfully navigate life with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and learn the principal thing where wisdom meets purpose. 